All right, guys, welcome to the fourth episode, we think, of Super High Sci-Fi. Uh, we got another commentary track coming for you guys this week, but uh, first, we just wanted to touch on some of the new and notable news about sci-fi that's come out. Not a whole lot, but some good little nuggets. Yeah, so apparently they're going to be uh, at least trying to make a, a new Alien movie by Neil Blomkamp. Uh, so his artwork for the concept has been out in the news a lot recently. Uh, came it was a big deal last month, and Sigourney Weaver apparently just said that she would be interested in doing it, which to me translates into Sigourney Weaver would be interested in buying a new stunning mansion with the money that she'll make on that, but uh, <laughs> that's just me. Yeah, that'd be nice. And I, I know the odd thing is with this is, of course, that um, Ridley Scott is making a sequel to Prometheus, so we're going to have... We're gonna kind of have two uh, movies from the Alien universe at you know kind of the extremes that we know of the times. One's gonna be, although we haven't seen a real Alien movie in a while. I mean, the last thing was Alien Predator, like two, probably. And can that be? Can that really be considered an, no, a real Alien it's a movie? It's, it's not an Alien movie. It's like its own <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. Its own kind of garbage. Yeah. But... It's well, you know what? Uh, okay, they both. Yeah, I didn't love them, but. I got to say, Predator 2 gave me what I didn't get in the first one that I was expecting, which was an alien predator. Oh, I thought you were going to say Danny Glover. <laughs> yeah, Danny Glover is really the best part of that. <laughs> well, that would be that would be entertaining, too. Yeah, I, You know, it's kind of sad they haven't gotten been able to get him back. But I guess by this time he would just be like, you know. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're sad about Danny Glover not coming back, but you're going to just pass over Arnold not coming back? What the fuck? <laughs> well, I, I mean, like. He's still got the look, but I mean, Arnold can't do that type of shit anymore. He's still yeah, he playing can. the Terminator. He's like a thousand years old. He's still playing the Terminator, man. Yeah, but he's not he doing can... any, I don't think he's doing any crazy stunts. They're using CGI for a bunch of his, like, I think a bunch of his stuff, because he's not going to be able to pull off what he was, like, years ago. Yeah, but I mean, neither is Danny Glover. Yeah. Oh, well, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if it's going to look weird to make them that much older and that much, like, you know, agile and everything. It's like, I never age, but the reality is you do. I feel like they have to keep getting new ones. But one of what would be nice, I guess now I think about it, the last uh, – oh, no, that was a Predator movie. Yeah. We saw um, – what's his face? Uh, the former Oscar winner for Piano Man. Oh, Adrian Brody yeah. in Predators. Yeah, he was. That was ridiculous. <laughs> I would love to see what happens to Adrian Brody's character, just for him to come back. I mean, I don't know what else he's got going on right now, but um, it would be great to see his character like have some sort of resolution, even if they could only get him like as a cameo or something, like just to see how he died or whatnot, just so they could give some closure to the character at least. He yeah, that's that that's coach. what I want. I want to revel in his death. <laughs> I, mean, I just want him to share a Coke with the Predator, just open one of those Diet Cokes and maybe dance into like a, a convertible with it. <laughs> that would be uh, that would be certainly interesting. I mean, he he d did kind of chill with one of them, and I would like to see more about this whole like Predator Civil War that apparently exists. Oh, between the Techno Predators and the Retard Predators? Yeah, I, they didn't really give us a name for like, you know, these different, like, oh, one's like bigger than the other. But the bigger one doesn't seem to be able to design technology that can completely go around its face or anything. Yeah, I mean, who knows? I guess we're going to see when and if both of them come out. I guess Prometheus 2 has a better chance of coming out right now as it stands. Yeah, yeah that's what I think. I think that Fox will probably tell Neil Blomkamp to go fuck off and like make another one of his you know Elysium-type movies or something like that, which is fine because I would rather have him make an original movie than get bogged down in, in Aliens. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, what else is happening this week? Um, Jupiter sendings out. It sucks. It was definitely right on the call on that one. Uh, see, I was I was hoping that would be good. I, I'm not yeah. surprised. It was, I haven't seen it yet, but I, I was skeptical. But you know, I'm really sorry that it's not doing well because it'd be great to have some more original sci-fi out there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was a really cool story concept and an interesting universe, but. I don't know, it's got its head up its ass about 20 minutes in and then didn't get it out. <laughs> it's unfortunate. And um, let's say there was one other thing that's going on this week that we were talking about before. Yeah, well, Stargate has been getting its, uh, is getting a reboot. It's been long talked about for a while. And they uh, announced the directors of um, of the movie, I believe. It's, it's going to be 
it's now uh, the original director is Roland Emmerich. Roland Emmerich, yeah. Yeah, and the co-writer Devin Dean Devlin. Really? Yeah, there's a new we Stargate. We got Roland movie. Emmerich back at the channel. Yeah, there's a new Stargate reboot coming, but unfortunately, of course, they're not going to consider any of the uh, any of the franchise that came out, which is over ten plus years of how how many is all the all the years that it was out? I mean, it had multiple universes going on at one point too, so. It's like they were going twice for a while, but the original flagship series being 10 years long, and then Atlantis 5, and we got two out of universe, but Atlantis and SG-1 were kind of, they overlapped a bunch. Well, I mean, still, it's like 17 combined years of stuff. It is kind of sad they're getting rid of it, but we're never going to put it away. We're never going to get rid of it. Yeah. In fact, we're going to watch an episode from Stargate SG-1 Season 2 today. And it's when we picked randomly with a random number machine, so we're not just being assholes cherry picking the <laughs> good ones. <laughs> you can totally. And do that. we came up with, yeah, at uh, season two, episode four. It's called the Gamekeeper. So go ahead and pull it up on, um, I don't know, iTunes, Amazon Prime, your DVD copy, your illegally downloaded copy, whatever you got. Get it lined up there, and are you guys both ready? Yeah. Yes. All right. Three, two, one, go. All right, so we got the lion roaring and everybody's in the... Mm-hmm. All right. Does everybody wear fucking lab coats around here? It's so weird. <laughs> General Hammond. General Hammond was so good. I like the way General Hammond stands. He, like, I don't know, he looks like he's... Super high or something. He's ready to yeah. attack at all times. Just got his arms hanging down. Yeah, I gotta love these earlier seasons because it's like, yeah, we just have basic tech, like kind of what we have now. Maybe a little, you know, obviously a couple years younger and everything than than this, but uh, like it's or, or older in some cases. I mean, because you know that was made. This was supposed to be what, like mid nineties, basically, right? Yeah, I think this is like the late nineties, early two thousands that we're in. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, military technology's changed, but it's not- that's good. I wonder if th- where this was, uh, where they filmed this one, because I think that they filmed a lot of their... Toronto, right? Or no, no, not Toronto, Vancouver? Well, I mean, they filmed all their indoor shit in Canada, but for example, the Toll and Homeworld is, I think, a art college campus in Los Angeles or something. <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. That, that's pretty awesome, actually. Well, right, they, all those things look like they're rejects from the the new alien set or something. Yeah, looks like facehugger chambers or something. <laughs> I'm I don't know. I mean, I I guess that they have a lot of shit that MGM could have sent them. They could have just had their their pick of MGM's weird collection of stuff. Yeah, modified as needed. Oh, you know what? Actually, that shit looks like it's from Dune. Probably if it's from if they didn't build it themselves, they probably got it from like leftover shit from Dune when they made that. Yeah, it does look that way. You know, that's one series. One series I still need to check out. I've never seen Dune. Not really. Yeah, you gotta check it out. It's on just my list. don't watch it. Just just read the book. Don't watch it. Really? Yeah. All right. Because the book's good and the movie is just disappointing. Sounds like World War Z. Well, the Dune movie is a little more related to the subject matter than World War Z. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, see, now they're making a bad choice. Let's touch it. think those it. plants are real? <laughs> the plants? No, the like, yeah, alien technology. Oh, shit. See, it's always a bad choice. Now, these, are, those the, plants are... these are the chairs, sorry, that they use later, right, for the virtual reality game? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's. I, mean, I guess that's when, um, presumably, spoiler, at the end of the episode, all the people in the little pods wake up, so I guess they didn't need the chairs anymore. Yeah. Don't spoil yeah, seriously. it. That's why I said spoiler. People could plug their ears. Uh, older opening. It's the best. Yeah, it's definitely... it's The whole... Not, no, I don't know, the first yeah. couple seasons are just... Man, What that's when it really was on in a lot of ways. It was great. It seemed more realistic, I guess we'll say. You know, with quotations mark, quotation marks around the world realistic. Yeah, I think that... Later seasons certainly turned into 
something that Stargate wasn't. Not, not <laughs> well, I just I like watching it. Because no shows do this yeah. now. Nobody has a long intro anymore. It's just like, oh, the series title comes up and just that's quick it. second of music and you're out. Right. Yeah, I think people would really get bored with a lot of the intros now. Like, can you imagine trying to do like an intro the length of the wires intro now for TV? Oh, Nobody. Would, people, yeah, people, people would, would just turn that off. <laughs> but Game of Thrones is a decently long one. Yeah, that's HBO though. Like, yeah. people, you're paying for that. You're gonna watch it. Yeah. New streaming service with them too. Thank God, finally. Ah, and there's a title card, the Gamekeeper. There's a big tip right there that just came up on the screen as to who's going to be guest starring in here. The A-Team. <laughs> Dwight Schultz of the A-Team, yep. I like their hats. I think those are pretty fashionable. Yeah, nice beanies. Army surplus. I wonder if Chris Judge just said, fuck it, I'm not putting on the sticker today, and so you got to wear a hat. <laughs> it's cold today. I am not going bald. I'm not going, like, you know, hatless. We're in fucking Canada. Yeah, I mean, he can skip, I guess, the process of putting that big gold applique on his head. It's got to be nice. Yeah. Ah. Charles Kowalski. Yep. Chewing his gum. (laughs) Oh, see, he's been demoted to captain. Yeah, he's like, what the F is going on? I think Kowalski is the um, cast, the you know, guest cast member that comes back the most in the whole series. Really? You've got to think in the I... beginning he was in the first couple episodes. Mm-hmm. Here he is in season two. There's also the um, the universal the what is it, the universal mirror or whatever where you can go to parallel dimensions. Yeah. Oh yeah. The quantum mirror. I think he's certainly the the most frequent like SG guest member. Yeah. That, yeah, that, that, yeah. That's, what like, that's what I meant. I feel like there's another one, too. Probably when all the worlds start coming out, when all the gay teams start coming back to the uh, SG-1. Yeah. There are he, a few, I think, colonels and members of other gay teams that pop up frequently, but Kowalski's the one who's got the most to do, I think. Yeah. So now I guess Although, they're talking about their plan here. Got yeah, their black their ops assassination to do. <laughs> their, their black Look ops that assassination. Punch. <laughs> that punch, Jack Jack barely even registered that. Richard Dean Anderson just holding it up. He should just open palm bitch slap them. He looks ready to kill the guy. <laughs> See, there we go. <laughs> I told you no gold sticker. I want to see Tilk's hair again. My God, abort that hairdo. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yo, it kind of looks like he has my hair, to be honest with you. I'm kind of curly. Oh, my like apologies. That. It's a little bit darker than mine, but still. Yeah, but you're not a giant black man, Sam, so I know, it looks but look, uh, like, more I fitting. Mean, clearly, he's, I bet he must be wearing a wig. Oh, yeah, no shit. <laughs> it's definitely a wig. Look, look at that hair. That's 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 almost like curly hair. an interesting choice i like how it's just they just jumped to the conclusion that they're in a time machine (laughs) (laughs) that's the first conclusion you jump to and you always want to ask the jaffa about that because you know because he was a high tech ranking official in his uh old job right he goes from thinking it's all magic in the beginning here, and now he's an expert on time travel. Oh, Tok, you've been a soldier in this despot's <laughs> army. Uh, what do you think about this highly, you know, high in, highly scientific problem? Are you the guy to ask on this? You're that team member? No. I mean, he's also got to wonder what just happened to Carter and Daniel if this is a time machine like they've done in the past. Nope. I don't know. Maybe they're inside the house they're going to try and break into. Very possibly. It's like we're watching them play a mission in Ghost Recon or something. Yeah. There. It is kind of like a video game. Yeah, this does look like Ghost Recon. They're going after Papa Shvili. 
Fucking Papashvili, what an asshole. He always makes it hard on himself. Well, I I wonder how that guy got up there. Like, why would you walk around on a slanted roof like that? It just seems dangerous. They're just, like, ordering the guard assignments for the day. All right, you're in the back. You're watching the front door. You're in the outhouse. You, I want you up walking on the slanted roof. All day. I mean, he's going to get shot and killed, so it's pretty dangerous still, but... You're our bait. You're just asking for it on the fucking roof there. Look at that. <laughs> Maybe there's a walkway. Oh, no, he just... <laughs> the way he fell did not look like there was a walkway. <laughs> no. Doesn't this remind you of the gate to Marge Schott's house? Marge Schott's house? Yeah, crazy old lady who owned part of the Cincinnati Reds. Oh. Yeah, had an elaborate gate <laughs> to her long-ass driveway. Imagine doing missions down it, I guess. <laughs> Just blow holes in all the windows, fire grenades yeah. in. <laughs> I feel like we've seen him before too. Balding guy? I don't think so. Oh, he looks kind of familiar. Like he could have been a thug or a soldier, maybe on one of the the alternate uh, yeah, they, SG. Team. They might have used the same actor. Yeah, because I know they reused people a bunch. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> there are some pretty egregious reuses of people. Yeah. Yeah, wasn't uh, to, uh, the guy from Tolan? Like, wasn't he reused? Well, the, the first guy from Tolan, the leader, is Jigsaw, but that's a separate whole deal. But uh, the, the the guy who's, yeah, their, their contact. Tolan contact yeah. was Dr. Weir's boyfriend in the beginning yeah, of Atlantis. Yeah, he was. <laughs> that was so ridiculous. It's like, come on, guys. Maybe in the past, before you gave them a serious character, and if they died, okay, I guess. But going forward, that's ridiculous. Although I guess he did die when Tolan got destroyed. Spoilers again, so. Yeah. Man, the such a wasted opportunity. Isn't it funny, though, that we watched Groundhog Day last time, and now we've got another one that's kind of like that? Yeah, seriously, we're on this uh, <laughs> loop binge. So much for the random number generator. <laughs> Isn't that irony? You have to look for different topics, and we just get the same one without even trying. Daniel's now, got what? a badass sweater on. Why doesn't Sam clear. go to her own one? Because it needed to have two people per. <laughs> I guess to that same point, though, why doesn't Teal go to his? Yeah. Why is it took like dealing with losing his dad at the hands of Kronos or something? Okay. I just think about the direction given to these extras. All right, you look at the statue, look at your notes for a while, look back up at the statue, look at your notes. Other man's going to walk over, start talking to you, agree with him. He's going to get closer. Oh, I mean, the styrofoam statues here are pretty awesome. <laughs> I wonder if they have, like, a big box of shit that says just Egyptian crap in the props room. <laughs> Probably. Especially for Stargate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure they bought a gross lot on them or something. It's like, we can use these over and over. It always reminds me of the beginning of the mummy where um what's her face knocks over all the library. Yeah. Uh, all of the books. All the stacks. Yeah, except yeah. nobody got crushed to death. <laughs> well, I mean it's a little funnier because people got crushed to death, right? So Oh yeah. But reminds me of that. <laughs> Did people get crushed under it? No, no, no. Right. He... Oh, but this one, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. That is so clearly fake. <laughs> oh just, my parents I, was, I never noticed until I, I haven't watched this one in a while I guess but that was a really funny drop of the uh, of the wall by the other piece yeah, it looks like they're about to climb the aggro crag like that's what, how it looks to me yeah, yeah. it's like guts <laughs> do, 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 do. you're dead <laughs> that would have been a better feature for guts though yeah yeah, kids would have actually had to have guts to complete the course. Or uh, also, was that other one, The Legend of the Hidden Temple? Yeah, that was yeah. the one. Also yeah. taking some set decoration inspiration here for Daniel's parents. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. if 
Yeah, they they could have made that. Uh, so if you fail the course, Olmec eats you or something. <laughs> hey, let me borrow the Shrine of the Silver Monkey for a week. Yeah, <laughs> could really use it on set. Well, there's Roof Guy dead again. How many times has yeah. this guy died during the episode? <laughs> Let's count. Let's count. I was number two. Yeah. Fucking Roof Guy. Jackie's going with the same plan. Uh, I said, what kind of plan is this, though? If this guy is supposed to be some sort of elite special ops colonel, his plan is to just charge blindly into the front door? <laughs> I guess. And then you have a bunch of people watching you and chat. I feel like they remind me of something from uh, 90s Nickelodeon. Look like the fucking ring race to me. Huh, that's a thought. You can see their bodies too much, though, I feel like, in this. Yeah. <laughs> the plan is you dying. Yeah. <laughs> yo, sorry, my bad. On those orders before, I was like, yo, everyone on the roof. Everyone on the roof. <laughs> Tilk just got the spraying there going on. Well, I mean, he's used to the staff weapon. You just got to kind of spread that around. Yeah. You wouldn't think... I love how, how the staff weapons, like... How when they... Uh, later episode, when there's a ghoul pretending to be a Jaffa, like, leading a revolution. Um, they're all about the staff weapons and everything. And O'Neill's like, you know, this is a weapon to intimidate, not destroy. I wonder if they had made, like automatic staff rifles then it would uh, be a little different like a machine gun staff <laughs> weapon yeah <laughs> beep, 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 beep. I mean, that would have been pretty been, awesome it would have been sweet then but I feel like the only time I see that is when they have like a fixed gun emplacement yeah I mean if they were really on their game they could have made like a Gatling staff but you know <laughs> another loop here now Section 8, just like Klinger. Yeah. Hey, it's Lieutenant Barkley. Come to fix the holodeck. Yes. Oh, wow. I never noticed that before. I knew he was someone, though. Wow. Lieutenant Barkley. Yeah. Nad Murdoch, A-Team. Lieutenant Barkley, and now um, Weird Hat Wearer Gamekeeper of the guy. stupid hat. Yeah. Banana hat. Yeah, seriously. These nice, fun colors he's wearing on uh, his chest. Well, I like how shiny his clothes are. It makes no sense. He's got a current running through him, so he needs to have, you know, metal-like clothing. <laughs> I don't know. He's supposed to be, like, amorphic, maybe. He is the game itself. I guess, man. I don't know. He's just hes a weird guy. Yeah. <laughs> I like how Colonel Neal gets sick of this shit in two runs, but Daniel's gonna stick with it for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> sick of this shit <laughs> yeah I don't get why they just don't uh, try to choke the guy out yeah I was just being upset you have guns although who knows if they're not real or not I mean you can at least try and oppose him <laughs> this is this is pretty that's pretty twisted they can just hear this memory over and over again or live it really Of course, Carter's got it all figured out. Yep. Also thinks it's time travel, possibly. (laughs) 
All right, never mind. Sam's got it. Yeah, she's got it all figured out. <laughs> See, this is what Teal should have said. Yeah. Is Danny going to yell again? Puncher. Puncher. Oh, come on. She smiled and walks away as he blatantly goes forward. just bum rush them and drag them out of there I mean why would you stand under the giant slab when they're putting it on the top wouldn't you want to just at least take the precaution of standing outside it no you have to make sure it lands just right yeah. <laughs> you're kind of asking for it, it at that point. yeah that, that's so stupid <laughs> no oh, and the rubber yep. wall falls again Fucking crushed by that delicious styrofoam. It's <laughs> the way it falls and everything. I mean, God, you know that real fucking shit doesn't happen like that. A piece of it will come off or something. Or it won't all go down as one big thing. <laughs> Lift it. They only got crushed by like three tons of stone. They're good. <laughs> An advanced peep show. <laughs> yeah, basically. You think all these black cloak people are jerking off to this? <laughs> I don't minds. think they have anything better to do. Daniel's anguish. <laughs> so I wonder if, but since this guy just took such liberties with their memories and everything, if after he ran out of games, he just started doing this to all the people already inside of it. I think that was the point. Of the whole, like why they the, the chairs sucked them in because they were so desperate for something new. I guess they did everything. Yeah, see, there we go. <laughs> that was weird. This is like, um, fuck, Tranquility Lane from Fallout Three. You know, <sighs> Tranquility. Remind me where Tranquility Lane was. It's like when you go into the simulation in one of the vaults and it's the creepy German gu yeah. scientist guys posing as the little girl. Yeah. Yeah. They tried all the variations on the different scenarios and got bored. Yep. That that's what I almost think would would have happened here. Yeah. Such a fucking weird. Yeah. Where are we really? <laughs> Truth is in the eye of the beholder. That's not an answer. <laughs> Seems like he's on something there. I mean, people getting crushed by stones is just fun, right? Yeah. Harmless fun. Conrad's getting murdered, gunned down. See, I think, though, that Daniel should have become Batman or something as a result of this. <laughs> not not an archaeologist. Yeah, he's gi he's giving uh, time to the thing that killed his parents. I guess maybe he's getting his revenge on ancient Egypt. By disproving okay, all but of it. What would he do? He'd be like a vigilante against errant rocks or something? Yeah, he would excavate the shit out of all those fucking stones. <laughs> no, Jake, no. I like that shirt jacket combo. That he's Jake, got hold Daniel on. while we kill ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Whoosh. <laughs> he's losing it. No. This is like time number, what, three, four, max? And he's, three, he's, I think. And he's still like, no, there's Daryl. It's like, yeah, man. You know I what's really funny is that that's still better acting than Hayden Christensen in episode three and <laughs> the Darth Vader going, no. 
Uh, yeah, episode three was not the uh, not the top of the franchise. <clears throat> no, it wasn't. I think unfortunately it was the top of the three prequels, but I think episode one uh... one had the best uh, lightsaber battle of the new ones. We'll say. So you got, you know, Darth Maul going up against uh, Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon. The double dual-bladed versus two singles. I, I, just, I thought it was sweet. I'm just thinking when you just said that, you know, Darth Maul has all these cool lightsaber skills and Teok just pulls out his staff weapon and just blasts <laughs> him a couple times. I mean, Teok should have blasted more people over the course of the series. Teok, yeah, he should have. I guess he was... Practicing moderation in front of uh, his human allies. Well, I mean, during that loop episode, he should have just gotten his staff from the storage room and blasted General Hammond a couple times. <laughs> oh. oh. Shit. That was interesting. Yes. <laughs> Some good special effects. It almost looked like a ring device CGI type thing, but like a screw. They're in Zuckerberg's Oculus Rift universe. Yeah, there you go. This is what's going to happen if you buy an Oculus Rift. (laughs) This guy's asking him, why why don't you enjoy your parents dying? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. He was huffing paint before this or something. He's a yeah, he's a little crazy. <laughs> mm. That's always the question though with these complex computer simulations. Yeah. But I guess this was after The Matrix, so they, they could probably just go with it. Yeah, they used, they used a lot of other uh, movie plots here and there. Although, you know, I would like to see The Matrix reshot with Dwight Schultz as Agent Smith. That would be better. It would be good. Yeah? No. Dwight who is this? <laughs> Dwight be... Schultz is... is... The gamekeeper. Oh, all right. I didn't really realize yeah. the real name. Uh, that would be uh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a charitable way to say yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, it could be one of those fun movies that you uh, love to because it's so bad sometimes. Yeah. What five movies would you guys have if you were locked in a room with a VCR for a thousand years? I'd be concerned that the VCR had would work <laughs> out personally. <laughs> I'd be afraid that the tapes would all be going to hell too at this point. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Stick a couple Star Wars movies in there. Good. Um, maybe, <laughs> maybe the original uh, Alien and Predator. Yeah, I'd throw the Godfather Part 1 and 2 in there because they're both really long, so it would, you know, take more of my time just to get through them yeah. while, I'm, while I'm passing the thousand years. You know, I, I've never seen the Godfather series. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you need to get on that. I know. I've heard they were good. It's on my list. But anyway, yeah, they're... Uh... I guess, how long do they talk to the gamekeeper for a while? You're being like, hey, how about you let us out? Well, no, I think this is where they start to smell is bullshit. Yeah. Because his whole argument is that the world outside is all fucked up and you, you can't leave the simulation. But as we've already kind of seen, <laughs> that it's actually very nice outside. Yeah. 
So are these people all over a thousand years old? Is this kind of like an immortality machine in a way, if it keeps your body that young and everything? I think that seems like it's part of the deal. Wow. Because it seems like he's, yeah, he's been kind of working on tending the gardens and generally being a weird asshole for that long. Yeah. So these people have, yep. maybe they have long lives. This giant penis on the back of my head, dude. <laughs> that was my thought, too. I have the hat. This looks, it looks like one of those weird aerodynamic cycling helmets. Yeah, it does. No. I don't lose control. What are you talking about? Nope. It's going to interrupt your speech. See you, bye. <laughs> See, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jump the fuck out of that thing. Yeah. But they're not really out. I don't know. Maybe I'll just sit here in case they change their mind. I wonder how many times that file shot of, like, Cheyenne Mountain has been used. Oh, God. It's like almost every episode. At least once, if not twice. Removing the waste. When has she ever said resort or reactions have been bang on before? I don't know. Is that a first time? I've never heard her say they're bang on. Well, yeah, but I think that because. I guess spoilers again, yeah. but as we're going to find out, this really isn't reality either. So maybe it's kind of their expectations about it's supposed to be a clue. It, well, I guess it's their expectations about the way people speak and act are kind of bleeding into the program. Mm. This is like that episode from Stargate Atlantis, or I should say the Atlantis episode is, I guess, like this one where they're on the mist planet, mm -hmm. and they find the way to supposedly dial the gate back home, and General Hammond is there again. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to tell him it's a good deal, and <laughs> they should just stay on the mist planet, it's all fine. Yeah. That mist planet, that was interesting. I feel, it felt, seemed like it was ripe for someone to be like, to like, kill them and everything, to use them for some evil plot. I just like that they instantly jump to Colonel Shepard goes shopping with Taylor, wastes all that Air Force money. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal. He's going to go on a shopping spree. In a limo. I love that when, uh, what's his face, um, Colonel, uh, what's the Colonel's name? The military guy in Atlantis. Well, that's, that's, you mean the original guy, Colonel Sumner? No, not Sumner. The one who got promoted. Colonel Shepard? Thank you. Yeah. Colonel Shepard. One of the most you fucking names. high or something? <laughs> I, I just, I couldn't remember. I was like, it's something used in almost everything. John, John Shepard. But he, uh, I don't even remember where I was going with that. It's been so long. Well, I know where we're going with that. We're going back to planet P4, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch me, boy. Gerald Hammond also Again. was on uh, King of the Hill, too, I think. Who was he on King oh, of the yeah, Hill? What? I feel like he did the voice for someone. Okay. <laughs> I 
just bat him on the head. It's good luck to rub ball people's heads. Not in this conference room. <laughs> well, you know residents. <clears throat> and take away their milk and cookies. <laughs> General Hammond. That's what it is, PJ. All right, he just said they can experience anything they can imagine. So I'm, why did they imagine that they wanted to see their parents die and their friends die? Like, well, maybe he just thought that would be the most entertaining thing for everyone else. Although, considering all the things they've done, that's like a pretty stupid fucking choice. Yeah, I'm, that's definitely not what I would be imagining. <laughs> well, I mean, now Kowalski's back alive again, so I think that the ship has sailed on this ever being... Real. <laughs> I also love this uh, This military guy in the background is probably um, just a member of the Air Force because they work pretty heavily with the Stargate series. And uh, <laughs> they actually got in trouble once when they referenced Area 51 and how uh, alien planes were being, manuf- or were being uh, manufactured there, I guess. And the Air Force was like, no, you shouldn't have said that. <clears throat> but they were okay with everything else. Yeah, I think that's a, a fact that I guess a lot of people might not know is that a lot of the airmen extras just standing around doing airmen stuff are real-life airmen from the Air Force. Yeah. The government loved this. Sh- the Air Force loved this show. It's like, yeah, it's great oh, propaganda. Yeah, I, mean, they did. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> it's a great show. It is. A gov- piece of uh, government propaganda, although I, it didn't start off that way, I don't think, became uh, something great for them that was actually pretty awesome for everyone else, too. Well, Teal punched somebody, so the episode's got that quota filled. <laughs> He's got a certain amount of punches he has to do in a season. It's required. See, if it's a simulation, why does Daniel need glasses? <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Love all the colors of the pipes on, in the base here. Yeah, it's so bright red green blue here such bright colors colors, man yeah such bright colored pipes what's going on i wonder if the pipes i guess it's like the floor stripes yeah yeah i guess i was gonna say i wonder just so you know which pipes which yeah i was gonna say i wonder if they like switch them and we just have to watch every episode but it would probably make more sense if they just had the same as match the ground (laughs) looks like lightsabers or or something those are the pipes that you travel through when you're in uh, Super Mario World and stuff. Oh, there you go. Just, yeah. That's <laughs> big green pipes. Yeah. The ones in this room are more dull. We can't really see their colors if they're bright. <laughs> he doesn't know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking kidding me. General Hammond would just like look at it and shoot it or something to break it. Yeah. <laughs> that would be General Hammond's solution. Or he and when has he ever run that fast before? Come on. Yeah. Just punch the keyboard. <laughs> look at him go. <laughs> or, or he would get Walter to do it. Yeah, absolutely. He definitely would order Walter to handle all that. Yeah. Or that other guy that moonlights for Walter sometimes. Oh, there's some more of the red, red, yellow, or red. Oh, wow, that had yellow and uh, another color, I think. But it was yellow and blue, and I missed that. I'm going to start watching the pipes in these episodes. See, there's a room that they should probably just have in the Stargate base here (laughs) anyway. It's our nature room. The plant room, yeah. And again, yeah. Colonel O'Neill's the first one out. Yeah. 
moving. He just shuffles instead of runs. (laughs) But all those chairs are empty. It's an interesting way to run, too. <laughs> little dig back at him there. <laughs> what a technicality. Yeah, there. seriously. It's by the <laughs> smallest little loophole. It's always open, but. No one knows, so. <clears throat> so how many people do you really think we're in this dome? Because we see so few. Are we just supposed to think that there were, like, so many more of his civilization? Yeah, I think so, because how the hell could five people fuck up the whole planet? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that dome's pretty big, and there could be other domes, for all we know. That is one, yeah. I did think that. Think of that, but because otherwise it just looks like it's like, oh, you got like 20, 30 people here. Great. You guys aren't going to rebuild the civilization anytime soon. Oh, they're probably going to starve to death now that they're out of the chairs. Yeah. (laughs) And and so these people are like over a thousand years old. you know i'd like to see a follow-up to this world like that there was actually the people were all super terrible and they decided that this was the only way to like make themselves better as a society and SGD1 just totally fucked up their whole plan yeah actually there is a sequel it's called Wally. <laughs> <laughs> wait oh hold on a second Wally. I mean that's it's like oh SG1 you actually just totally fucked up civilization for these people they, they actually wrote first names for Daniel's parents his mom's Claire and his dad's Melbourne <laughs> Melbourne. (laughs) Melbourne Jackson. Wow. That's ridiculous. I'm just looking at the credits here. The fuck kind of name is that? Melbourne Jackson. Oh, so that brings us to the the end of um, season two, episode four. uh, That was a good one. That was was a good uh, episode. That was a Monster of the Week style episode right there. It's like World of the Week. I mean, that's kind of what Stargate was for a while. It was yeah. World of the Week. Yeah, no, for sure. And so it is nice when they're at this level of technology. That's It's like, oh, let's just go explore the universe. Awesome. Why, why aren't there any shows like this on television anymore? I don't know, Grandpa. I know. It's sad. Why, why not? <laughs> why, why? It's, it's sad that, I, you know, it, hap- it was so long ago now, and it's been so long since that's happened. Well, I think that there's probably just a declining lack of interest in people making sci-fi serial shows like this. I guess, although sci-fi is saying we're getting back into it, but none of them are real, like, planet, like, universe explorers. They're all, like, introspective on Earth with sci-fi stuff happening, which isn't terrible or anything. I'll take it, but fuck, man. I want, if it's sci-fi, I need, you need some kind of space exploration. Absolutely. I think that's probably they should do, but uh, that it's not really up to us here on Super High Sci-Fi, unfortunately. We don't yeah. get to make that call. 
unfortunately. But if we did... If we did... They would definitely be doing more space exploration serials. Yeah, if there's yeah. any ever a chance of that type of thing happening, though, I would invest all my resources and everything in getting the Stargate movie... Uh, wrapping up the Stargate universe first. That would be a huge yeah. mission at some point. Like... I, I want an end to the whole series. I, there were like two more movies. There was three more movies planned, I believe. Um, one's been released in book form, and there's Extinction, and there was one about Colonel O'Neill. But Extinction would have dealt with the Wraith in Stargate Atlantis, and now we're like never going to know how that happens because they're never going to make it. Yeah, these sets have been struck and sold, <sighs> so I guess the if it ever came together, we'd have to rebuild everything or get some sort of horrific sci-fi channel cgi set behind them yeah uh, they can they can do that stuff in like a weekend i mean roger corman studios that they, they've been doing that shit for decades <laughs> do you really on. want roger corman in charge of rebuilding the set though <laughs> uh i mean he can teach him how to do it quick we'd have like a, a stargate chalk drawn into the wall or something <laughs> they'd have to do you know in my mind they'd have to go to unit i think the what i heard was that uh sg1 goes to the destiny in the stargate universe they like get managed to get like. Of course, it's a one-way trip through the Stargate onto the ship, and uh, that they basically figure out how. Like, I think they somewhat figure out like either what the special. It's all about figuring out what that noise or that signal is that the universe ship was going towards. Now, is that SG One with O'Neill died O'Neill, or do they get like an extra big Stargate for Fat Richard E. Anderson to go through? <laughs> well, it's powered by like. Uh, sunlight or by solar power so i mean it should have enough juice to get them through <laughs> well i don't know but that i do know that brings us to the end of uh episode four of super high sci-fi so yeah uh we hope you guys liked the commentary track uh we're gonna get back to doing some more news heavy shows when there's more news to discuss so until then thanks for listening bye